this is episode one of the Sensational Kids Show. In this episode, I want to share a little bit about myself, my journey, and my passions, my reasons for doing a podcast. I have been a pediatric occupational therapist for over 20 years. I absolutely love being an OT. Quite often parents initially bring their kids to see me because they may have some problems with their handwriting or they may have difficulties playing or eating or sleeping because of sensory processing difficulties. And what I've noticed is that through occupational therapy, their core skills that we have been targeting improve. Their kids become better able to catch and throw a ball. They can kick a ball without falling over. They can do their laces now. Their handwriting is no longer illegible. Suddenly they can open their own biscuits and they become more independent and successful. Sometimes some of them are referred onwards and end up with a diagnosis. But for many of the kids I work with, they don't have a diagnosis. They don't qualify for a diagnosis. And yet these are the kids who are struggling either at school or at home with playing or writing, but the parents can't get answers, teachers can't get answers. And all they want is for their children to be happy, to thrive, to succeed. Parents want to connect with their kids and feel peace of mind that their kids will just be okay. Over the years of working with thousands of families, I've helped so many people. I have helped young women dealing with sensory processing difficulties, while trying to maintain a normal life after years of trauma and childhood abuse. I've worked in areas so poor that we've had to use paper mache to make equipment, such as walking aids. And I've worked in areas where owning multiple homes and taking a private jet to holiday was the norm. I have two kids. They are amazing. They also have their own needs, their own strengths, their own difficulties. And something I've strived for over the years is to get them to be as independent as possible. Because that for me is one of the most important things, is to be independent, making your own choices, being able to do what you want, when you want. Through my own chaotic parenting journey, I have accepted and come to terms with my boys, who between them were labeled as lazy or not clever enough. Um, And yet they had, between them, diagnoses of autism, dyslexia, micropsia, sensory processing disorder. And what I've seen is that once we as parents can connect with our kids. Once we can know and understand their goals, their abilities, who they are, they can achieve more than anyone may have imagined possible. I realized that success for my children comes from connecting, achieving, being able to navigate their way through life, reaching whatever small amount of independence they can. And success for me means being kind, giving back, engaging. It means 
my children, your children, being able to contribute to their community in, in whatever way they can to achieve goals and be content. I think I've learned from all of my personal experiences that once I've connected with my husband, my friends, my family, and my kids, I was able to relax. I was able to enjoy my parenting journey and I was able to feel content. Achievement is is not just about getting the dreaded pen license or being rewarded for not missing a day of school. How ridiculous. For me, achievement really is about independence. It's about being able to tie your own shoelaces. It's about being able to read a bus map. It's about being able to know what to do in case of an emergency. And when your child's independence increases, you and your child can navigate your way through your own wonderful journey to success. Parenting kids who are not nearer to be cool is really quite hard, especially when their diagnosis is not obvious, especially when they don't fit one condition perfectly. Often the difficulties are only really apparent once, you know, they're older or they've spent more time outside of the home. And really there's just no way for preparing yourself to have a non-neurotypical child. I mean, let's face it, there's no way for preparing yourself for having a child, right? Um, as a first-time parent, quite often you might not pick up any anomalies or difficulties until your child is about four as a second-time parent, you might realize a little bit sooner that your child is not quite where they should be or reaching the milestones that they apparently should be reaching. Um, and that can be hard. For parents, that is just super, super hard. And the parents I speak to all generally want to know the same things. Is my child going to be okay? Do they need a diagnosis? Will they get a diagnosis? What's going to help? What can I do? Is it my fault? How do I play with my child? Will I ever engage with them? Over the years, through my experiences as a mother and as an OT, I have amassed quite a lot of information and I want to pass that on to you. I want to share with you. I can't wait to connect with you, to engage with you, and to find out what it is that's working for you. I have a range of practical and proven strategies that really I hope will allow for greater contentment as you go on this journey with your child, as you go on this journey as a teacher, as a carer, as a grandparent, as an aunt. And what I really want is that on our journey on this podcast, I want us to always put our emotional and mental well-being first. Always, always. I want us to connect and I want us to connect to achieve. So I'm really hoping that you are going to enjoy this journey 
Join me on this journey, experience it with me, engage with me, and let's see how we can make our kids even more amazing and how we can learn from our sensational kids.